Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year, producing a balanced budget, not just for football, and saving on travel because spending less on airfares means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast on your favourite podcast app. Future you will thank you. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast, part of the 90 Min Football Network. An impromptu edition because when this particular news broke, we'd literally just finished recording the show before. So I've got to give that one a little bit of a plug so it doesn't get lost uh, in the drama of the Moises Caicedo bid, pursuit, whatever you want to call it. But if you go back on the channel, uh, myself and Mike Stavrou earlier on today sat down and broke down Arsenal's season so far. We focused on all the reasons why Arsenal are a much stronger outfit than they were this time last year. We looked right back to the beginning of Mikel Arteta's tenure and looked at some of the key areas in which this team and group have developed. But since then, a report has emerged, a very interesting report and a report that has sent the Arsenal fan base uh, into pandemonium because, of course, we've all been sitting here for a little while talking about the need to bring in a midfielder. We've all uh, been sitting here sort of expressing our concern around the lack of depth in that particular part of the pitch. And Arsenal uh, are clearly trying to do something about that. Fabrizio Romano has reported that Arsenal made a bid for Brighton's Moises Caicedo. He was the first one to put out this piece. He said that Arsenal had made that £60 million offer and were hoping uh, that they could land the player between now and the end of the window. He did also highlight, though, that Chelsea had a £55 million verbal proposal rejected this month because Brighton hoped to keep the player. He then goes on to say Arsenal are now pushing and he says negotiations enter into the key stages for Caicedo's future. Now, the reason I took a little bit of time starting the stream uh, was because every time I went to start it, something else would come out. David Ornstein has since tweeted. Uh, we've got some uh, journalists from the Brighton side coming out and putting their uh, pieces across as well. So there was lots of information to process in the last 10 or so minutes. And I've tried very hard uh, to make sure that the version I'm bringing you now is the most up-to-date version. Uh, I'm told by my brilliant colleagues at 90 Min, and I'll read you uh, exactly what I was told uh, so that you can um, you can make of it what you will. But I was told uh, that Brighton have dismissed any suggestions that Caicedo will be allowed to leave the club this month after Arsenal made an approach for the Ecuador international. Arsenal are believed to have offered £60 million, but Brighton have insistently dismissed any notion that they're even willing to entertain uh, the talk of a move for Moises Caicedo. Since then as well, uh, David Ornstein has come out with a tweet, which I will uh, just quickly read to you guys as well, so that we're covering all bases, making sure that we're giving you the most up-to-date information at the time of recording. But of course, this is sub subject to change at any point. Uh, David Ornstein says, 
Uh, Brighton and Hove Albion have rejected a bid of £60 million fixed from Arsenal for Moises Caicedo. Arsenal are targeting the Ecuadorian international to strengthen the midfield and the interest remains despite Brighton insisting the 21-year-old is not for sale. So where are we actually at on this? Um, well, it seems as though Arsenal have lodged a bid for Moises Caicedo to the value of £60 million, but that that has been rejected instantaneously by Brighton and Hove Albion, who insist that they want to keep hold of the player, who insist that he is not for sale. Now, we've seen it already in this window, OK? We've heard of Arsenal making bids for players and then those deals not coming to fruition. Mikhailo Mudrik being the big example of that. So just because Arsenal have made a bid or expressed an interest or that that interest has found its way out into the public domain does not guarantee that Arsenal are going to get this player in between now and the end of the window. We spoke about Moises Caicedo on this show just a few days ago and my take on it, my opinion on it was I like Moises Caicedo. I think he's very much someone who adds and and enhances our team and our midfield options. He feels like a natural replacement for Thomas Partey, you know, as and when that time comes, but also someone that backfills him to a very, very high level at this stage. He can also probably play as one of the eights as well if you needed him to. I don't think, you know, flair and creativity is necessarily right at the top of his list of strengths, but it's not really um, at Granite Xhaka's either. So the point I'm trying to make here is that I think Moises Caicedo would give you the versatility in midfield that Mikel Arteta, I would assume, is looking for. We talk a lot about versatility, about how important that is to our manager and how he's really uh, sort of adamant that that has to be something on someone's uh, CV, essentially, to be able to justify a big spend and to justify going out on a limb to bring them in. But as I've said, we've seen these types of deals um, threaten to happen or, or to take place. We've seen Arsenal try to get these deals done in the past and we've seen Arsenal lodge bids for players. And, and in the end, on some occasions, it never materialised to anything. So don't get carried away on this. Don't get too um, invested in this. I said when we spoke about Caicedo a few days ago that at that point in time, it was just paper talk. And obviously at this moment, it's still paper talk, but it's obviously gone up in terms of the level of journalists that are now reporting it. We're now talking about uh, some people that we know full well have really good lines and connections into Arsenal FC uh, reporting this. And obviously that gives you more confidence in the story itself uh, to hear the same thing from a number of outlets as well is also encouraging because you're not getting conflicting information, which can sometimes be misleading. But, you know, are Arsenal going to be able to do this? We know that Arsenal have a ceiling. We know that Arsenal, when they look at a player, they have a price in mind, a maximum price up to which they're willing to go. But we often see that they sometimes then turn around and go, well, you know what, if you're not going to play ball, then we're not going to break what we believe is a fair amount of money. We're not going to go beyond what we think is a fair amount of money for the player. And so sometimes we end up having to miss out. Mikhailo Mudrik, again, the most recent example of that, where the selling club had a price in mind um, and Arsenal just weren't willing to go that far. Do I worry about Chelsea here? Yeah, I do. Um, again, we've been burnt in the past by this, but, you know, Chelsea made an offer uh, very recently, we understand, verbally, as was reported in those 
messages that and, and tweets that I showed you guys or read you through uh, just a few moments ago. Will Chelsea go back in for Moises Caicedo? Maybe. But this is the thing with Arsenal now, right? We've got to take advantage of where we are today and our position because I would rather join Arsenal than Chelsea at this moment in time. Has that always been the case in recent history? No, it hasn't. You know, even as an Arsenal fan, you have to put your hand on your heart and say that in recent seasons to players, players that are on an upward trajectory, players that feel as though they can take their careers to the very highest level, Chelsea has been a more desirable place to be because they can challenge for the Champions League. They've won the Champions League. They can challenge for the Premier League or they have done that in the past. Arsenal have been nowhere near either of those two things in recent years. So to say that Chelsea was the more appealing prospect then was accurate and correct, but there's no doubt about it that if I was a young player now looking to develop, I'd A, rather develop under Mikel Arteta. B, I'd rather go to an Arsenal side that is on the up, that is right at the top of the Premier League, will be in the Champions League next season. I think we can say that now. I think it's a really appealing prospect. You know, we talk about the London life and all of that stuff as well, which obviously plays a part and, and factors in. But if I were Moises Caicedo, I would look at Arsenal now and think this is a great place to be. You know, Chelsea isn't so much that at the moment, but Chelsea financially have shown that they're willing to go, uh, you know, to a, a whole new level when it comes to not just transfer fees, but wages as well. You know, they don't really have the wage structure that Arsenal have, that Arsenal are so wary and concerned about breaking. So Chelsea financially have an advantage over us, but from a footballing standpoint, Arsenal are ahead at the moment. And that is fact. You know, that is fact. So do I have any concerns about Arsenal's ability to convince Moises Caicedo this is the place for him? No, I don't. I think if Arsenal can get past the, the first hurdle, which is Brighton and Hove Albion, and come to some sort of agreement, then I think it's going to be pretty straightforward from there onwards, unless Chelsea also come in and do the same thing break that barrier with Brighton and then go directly to the player. But even then, I'd be quite confident that if it isn't about money, which I've got nothing to suggest that it is with Caicedo, then we have an advantage. But Brighton say that they will not sell. Brighton are adamant that they will not allow the player to go. And make no mistake about it, Brighton do not need to sell Moises Caicedo right now. Financially, they're in a really great spot, Brighton and Hove Albion. They're an incredibly well-run football club. They do things properly. They turn players around for huge profits. Um, you know, they've they've done some wonderful things in the transfer market and they've reaped the rewards from that. So they're not in a position where they need to sell. But as with every club, there is a price point at which you will go, yeah, do you know what? This is getting to the point where I can't say no. This is getting to the point where for the good of my football club, I have to accept this offer because I might not get this amount of money again in the summer. I mean... Look, Moises Caicedo's stock right now is up here, okay? And I'm not saying that it's going to dip, but if he did have, for argument's sake, a less impactful second part of the season, then people would, um, you know, people would look at him and say, well, maybe he's not worth the 70 plus million pounds that was being talked about in January. So there will come a point where a club will look at an offer and go, yeah, actually, do you know what? That is too much for me to turn down. Now, the question here is, will Arsenal go that far? And at this point, sort of right now at 11.50am on the 27th of January, the transfer deadline is fast approaching. I can't say with any chest or any conviction that I believe Arsenal are going to go to a number that makes Brighton go, yeah, you know, let's do it. 
You know, Arsenal are trying. Arsenal are actively trying to strengthen the midfield. And they're doing the right thing theoretically. But there is a limit as to how far they can go. And the question is, will that limit that Arsenal are willing to go be lower than the price point that forces Brighton into selling this player at this moment in time? Obviously, they're going to say that they don't want to sell him. If they get a bid of £60 million, which is what we understand Arsenal have offered, and they don't feel that that is representative of the player's value, then obviously they're going to say that they don't want to sell him. Because they are going to want to maximise this. They are going to want to get the absolute maximum amount of money possible for Moises Caicedo, as any selling club would. This is not a criticism of Brighton. This is business. This is how it works. They're not going to put into the public domain, actually, you know what, if you cough up 70, if you add another 10 on top, maybe we'll do business. Maybe we'll come to the table because that weakens their negotiation position. They're adamant that they don't want to sell him at the moment. And I don't expect that line publicly, at least, to change at all. But I do think there will be a point, if Arsenal keep going, where we can potentially get this player this month. And if we can, that would give our squad an unbelievable boost. It really, really would. Uh, some of you pointed out in the chat, bid rejected already. Um, someone else said, uh, where was it? Hold on a second. Uh, Peanut Butter Jelly Time says it got rejected, mate. Read the Ornstein tweet. I've literally got it in my title, guys, um, that the bid has been uh, rejected. So I know, trust me. Um, I know that the bid has been rejected. Um, oh, it's not pulled through onto YouTube. I've updated it on StreamYard and it's not pulled through onto YouTube, which is probably why you're all asking me. But um, yeah, we will we will update that in due course. But I do know that. I do know that. And if you read across the bottom, you'll see Arsenal have made an offer of £60 million for Brighton midfielder Moises Caicedo. It's understood the offer has been rejected uh, by the Seagulls, who are adamant. I've read it too fast, and now I'm catching up with the ticker. They will not sell the player during this window. So I do know that the bid has been rejected, to be clear. I do know that Brighton are digging their heels in over this, and I do know that no progress has been made. But just to know that Arsenal are in there and trying to make this happen, I think is quite encouraging because, you know, there's been a lot of talk over the last few days. Will Arsenal go out and try and bring in a midfielder? There is a chance that this ends in Arsenal, you know, turning around at the end of the window, having failed to bring in a midfielder. It's going, well, you know, we did try, but we just couldn't get it done. Difficult market, difficult time. All of that stuff. We know about that. But again, don't allow this to let you lose your head. You know, don't allow you to let this anger you or frustrate you. I said when we talked, we did a stream just a couple of days ago, right? I'll tell you exactly when it was. It was probably like two or three shows ago, I want to say. Um, where was it? We did a show where we we discussed the Moises Caicedo interest, didn't we? We talked about it. Uh, that was on um January the 24th so three days ago we did that show and one of the things I said was you know what you don't want Arsenal to do is obviously we need cover obviously we look at that area of the squad and we think that's the glaringly obvious weakness and it's why I was frustrated that we'd prioritized seemingly bringing in a central defender over that midfielder I felt like we needed to wrap up a deal for a midfielder and if we could do anything else great let's do it but you know, you look at that area of the park and you can see that that's Arsenal's glaringly obvious weakness right now. OK, we need depth there. And especially following the injury to Mohamed Elneny, we, we really do need to strengthen in that particular position. But at the same time, 
given Arsenal's operating model, you, you simply cannot afford to go and basically piss money away, right? Moises Caicedo would be a signing that normally you'd look at as a kind of summer type deal. And you'd say, well, if we can bring it forward by paying a little bit extra in order to help us in the here and now, then great, let's do it. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to go out there and go, here's 30 million pounds on a player that we only look at as a solution for six months. And then in the summer, be hindered by that and have less money to spend as a consequence. And as a result of that, meaning you fail to land your long-term targets, the players that you believe will contribute to the project over the next three or four seasons. Moises Caicedo ticks all the boxes. He's a really talented player. He's incredibly mobile. Um, whenever I've seen him this season, I've been so, so impressed. I really, really have. I really like him. And I'm a full advocate of this signing. Like, I would love us to get it done. Um, but, you know, I also recognised that this would probably be quite a difficult deal to do in January. I must admit, I didn't think Arsenal would go as far as 60 million for a midfielder in this window. But here they are making an offer for 60 million. Lots of people are saying that uh, reports are coming out suggesting that, you know, Brighton would would talk at 75 million pounds, another 15 million pounds. Will Arsenal go that far? Again, that's the big question, because as I've said all along, I think there is a price at which Brighton drop this hard man act and stop saying, oh, we're not selling. We're adamant. We're not selling. Blah, blah, blah. We don't need to sell. There is a price point at which Brighton go, OK, come on, then let's do it. Because that is the model of Brighton and Hove Albion. That is the way they operate. That is the way they are run. They bring players in for really small fees in comparison. They develop them. They give them the Premier League exposure uh, that can often lead to huge transfer deals. And then they flip them, they sell them, and they make loads of profit. And then they go again. And the reason they're able to go again is because of how well run they are, because they constantly... Um, you know, they constantly seem to be able to identify these players. They've brought in some really good coaches who have been able to develop them, take them to another level. And then obviously they get themselves in a position where they can make huge profits. Some of the Arsenal uh, sort of community are claiming that Richard Garlick, who of course is involved behind the scenes at Arsenal, has a very strong relationship with Brighton and Hove Albion. And Arsenal are looking to utilise that to try and get this deal done. Uh, people point to Richard Garlick as a, a real driving force between, uh, sorry, behind the Leandro Trossard deal being done as quickly as it was, but we'll have to see on that. But the latest at the moment is that Arsenal have made that bid for Moises Caicedo. It has been rejected by Brighton and Hove Albion, who are adamant publicly, at least, that they don't want to sell. Others are suggesting that £75 million would do it. So we're going to have to see how that develops, how that plays out. Uh, but my thoughts, just to kind of conclude on this very short, impromptu edition of the show, this would be a fantastic signing. If Arsenal can go that bit further to make it happen, then do it. Because his ceiling is incredibly high. Uh, we're in a position upon which if we do the right things, we can kick on from and and really go on and, and challenge right to the end for the Premier League. And if we win that, amazing. If we don't win it, We've shown incredible progress. We'll be back in the Champions League, which a lot of this money that we're spending can be offset against in terms of the money. And I, I would look, I'd go as far as saying this. People would think I'm mad. But if this Arsenal, the way they're performing in the Premier League, goes into the Champions League, we've got a great chance of going far in the competition as well. So this is not no longer a season of let's just get ourselves over the line and get into the Champions League. This is a season in which we can build incredible foundations, whether we're Premier League champions or not. 
to go on and compete at the highest level for years and years to come. And that's what's really, really exciting about this Arsenal project. It's not about necessarily our current league position. It's about the foundations we've built and the potential we now have as a club to move forward and get back to the top of the footballing pyramid where we were, you know, a couple of decades ago now. It's, yeah, it's it's a really, really exciting time. And I know there'll be a lot of anxiousness now among the Arsenal fans and almost an anxiety around whether or not we can get this deal done. But just kind of sit back, try and relax, try and chill out. Know that Arsenal are working in the background to try and do a deal for a midfielder. And we'll just have to see where it goes. Thank you all so, so much uh, for tuning in. Please do leave a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you are new. I've got to dash because... I am uh, heading up to the Etihad uh, a little bit later on today, but I've got lots that I've got to get done before uh, I can hit the road. So um, I am pushed for time. Thank you so much for joining me on this show and the one we did earlier today. Look at that two bits of content today. You've been absolutely spoiled. Like, subscribe, uh, help us get to 26K subscribers. I think uh, we're only about 20 or so, 30 or so away from hitting that. So please do, um, 30 it is to be exact. So do subscribe, do like, check out, uh, the Chronicles of Aguna on the Another Slice platform. You can sign up, support the podcast, get access to our exclusive content. The next piece of which is dropping tonight from the Etihad. We'll be bringing you player ratings uh, within an hour of the full-time whistle. So join me over there. Um, I'll catch up with all your comments and all your thoughts tomorrow when we do a full-length episode looking back on the Man City game. And maybe we'll have some more news on Caicedo by then. Uh, but until then, take care of yourselves. Stay safe. All the best. Goodbye. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.